Born ready. Podcast 10. Born ready. Probably 10, mate. Born ready, mate. Made double digits. Let's look like we're like children, not like made cool. up, no, that's what I've got navy, you've got whack on. Mate, I look like a tramp. <laughs> you do, you're scruffy today. I've got, got, got look at these. I've gone denim, I've gone, I mean, I, I wear I'm I am the plainest man in the world when it comes to I've gear. got I've got standard transformation slippers on, keeping my feet cozy. Yeah, and you have. I've got my I've got my RCA shorts on because I still think I'm on the gym floor. Your brand your branding's good on the branding, and then I've got probably one of the world's yeah. most the world's comfiest but most yeah, scruffiest shit. So, what we're we talking about today, then? What shit are we talking about? Well, I were going to bring up body transformations. Why do you need one? I could do one now. <laughs> no, not now. No, we could go with body transformations. Yeah, why not? You wanted to touch on a bit of caffeine, but we can get, yeah, to that. That, that get to that. That is something that I think I can share a very um, real point on that. As on, well, actually, caffeine. body transformations as well. Yeah, caffeine. well, let's let's start with body transformations because my thing is what I've noticed from speaking to a few people even in the industry but also when you hear stuff is sometimes like how they get such a bad rep as in like you do a body chance and they get this bad rep and i know that that is going to be controversial if you coach shit through it yeah yeah because then you can develop a bad relationship with food a bad relationship with exercise a bad relationship with probably the people around you yeah if you coached shit through it if you coached well is- through it then Nine times out of ten, you're going to be fine. Yeah, it's it's a challenge, but like you want you want to challenge yourself. Yeah, you want to get better. You want to grow. Then there's going to be challenges. Right? For, for me, my, my person is body transformations are absolutely phenomenal. I think it's where we've also developed our own little method behind it. That you know, it's not just about the physical transformation; it's about the mental transformation, which I think is is why. Well, not I think I know is why we do the video format of testimonials as well to really get into the nitty gritty of look, this person, yes, they may well look absolutely phenomenal now, but look at what it's done for them in their life as well. Yeah. The, the, like the, the mental the, transformation is something that's often overlooked because all people see is the images. Yes. hundred percent. And if <clears throat> I'm, I'm just sort of retracing steps when I did mine now, you see, going back is good. good that's some years that good few years, three years, a year before mine, actually three, three to be precise. Years, yeah. But like, I think we might've mentioned this on the podcast before, before so that our loyal listeners that might have come across by the way we look like we're in a dungeon this is <laughs> is, i told you get the ring on we're getting this released. Um, what was i going to say yeah like it's that sense of pride it's not so much the the photos that you get at the end or the feeling of or the, the looking in the mirror and the the aesthetics that you've that you've achieved it's the whole journey that you've been on and it and it's not about the you know, it might take some people nine months or six months. You know, that might be the start of the phase yeah. into the prep. But it's going, and, and, and I know for you, it's going back to when you were a teenager and you were you were you were overweight. Big lad. You know, and, and I was pretty much the same. Like when I was at uni, I go back to when I was at uni, I like look at myself or looked at myself in the mirror at, at you know Bailey's studio and going, Jesus fucking Christ, I've done well here. Yeah, and it's that sense of you know what. Fair play. Like, obviously, yes, you know, I had a coach through mine, you had a coach through yours, and the coaching is so important. If you're coached well through it, it makes it, A, so much easier, but but B, you've then got the learnings that come out of it, which actually, for me, were probably the catalyst for moving into the fitness industry full-time. Yeah. So it's yeah. the, and I actually had a conversation, or was it, it might have been in the, in the Facebook community group, um, about 
the the learnings that you get by just doing yourself you know we we as coaches can offer the insight and the education and the information and deliver that in different ways and we do it on social media we do it in webinars we do it on on lives in the group but and, and this is various different people yeah. like people would get more from a webinar than, than doing it themselves but myself i'm very much a um if we're going to go through learning styles i know from my time at uni that learning styles can be a little bit of a gray area because it's not like exact but i'm much more of a kinesthetic learner yeah you do it so you learn by, by taking action by you know what fucking hell, i've noticed a big difference when i lowered my carb intake for example my energy levels yeah. were lower but when when i had a higher carb day the impact that had on my energy and my performance in the gym meant that that was something that i knew in my prep was going to be essential yeah or at least my reflection was that was a really key part in dealing with the days where my hunger levels were high, but I knew I had in a day's time or two days time, a higher carb day, which minds that then incentivizes you to go actually, all right, I might be a little bit hungry, but I know that I'm getting a pickup in 24 hours. Yeah. So I don't need to go and indulge in something because I know tomorrow that's where I'm refueling the tank. Yeah. That's that those learnings that you get as you, as you go through it is on, invaluable you you, you invaluable. feel you feel exactly how you know that your clients are feeling when they're going through it which i think is why you can be so direct as well because you're like look i've been in your shoes mate yeah <laughs> but, but for me as well if you go about even just like body transformations like i think they get a lot of stick because it's like before and afters and i actually wanted to change i haven't even told you this but i wanted to change the name of the ending as in like before and after i was like i didn't want it to be called an after no. because for me it's before and during and people will be like well what do you mean it's before and during they're in unbelievable shape surely they're done now well no because like their journey never stops no. right when you're in the shape of your life then then you learn maintenance and this is where you can go into the different phases of training you can say you know there's a preparation phase there's a fat loss phase there's a maintenance phase it's like we've thrown out there before most people never ever see it because they just live their life in this fat loss phase. So for me, from a body transformation perspective, it's like if you're going to transform someone's life physically and mentally, once they've done a photo shoot, that's just a moment in time. That's them in the shape of their life. After that, the real coaching then starts because then you're teaching them something that they've never, ever done before, which is maintaining the result. And that's that, that for me is the most critical point, which brings it back to your point at the start, where it says it depends how well you've been coached. Have you been coached by someone who's shit and only cares about driving you from pillar to post so that you literally have, you know, no health considerations at all. And it's just about re revealing some physique for some photographs so that they can grow a reputation. Or is it actually, Hey, I'm coaching you from a health centered approach of going, let's improve your physical and mental health so that you're the best that you can physically be for the rest of your life. Yeah. And there's got there's got to be from the coaching side. So you and I, and whoever, yeah, however, whoever coaches, there has doing to it. be the human element. Yep. Like if there isn't that empathy of you know what this person's going through a body transformation, they're in a prep. They're going to be days where they're really they're going to have mood swings. They're going to be really low. They're going to be really struggling. There there might be a time, probably likely that they're going to overindulge. They're going to they're going to eat more than they that that's on their plan and they're going to have 300 400 you know in excess of a thousand calories over their daily target yeah that, that like the, there's going to be people that will stick to it to a t and that you know that that's also fine but there's going to be clients that are going to have these days where they kind of go off a little bit and if you don't understand that 
and approach it in a way that's that is empathetic and understanding yeah. and then talk about the strategies and solutions to these moments yep then that whole part of the the prep and the coaching is just going to fall down and that client's going to then then develop resentment bad relationship with food bad bad relationship with the process is they're probably not likely to want to re-enter it see that as and well then just and then go probably backwards to a point where they potentially could be maybe not as worse as they, they were before but they're, they're going to find that that yo-yoing yeah and that that as well brings i think into a real critical point which i know that we do within our coaching is not banning foods so i know that the people that i've taken through to photo shoots and not even just that the people that have done transformations i've never turned to them and said you're banned from eating this what so, so do you mean i can i can drink beer when i do a transformation yes you freaking can like because you need to learn how to manage it and not, you, not to the extent that you want not to the extent <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not talking we're not talking going out and lashing it up like, no. but we are saying like you can have you know, some alcohol. You can that's eat that, that's some chocolate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because if you if you cut someone out of that during the fact of them doing a photo shoot or a body transformation, if you pull someone away from that, for me, when they get to the end, the 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 repercussions, the fight back from them is going to be tenfold. Yeah, like they're literally just going to go wild. And that's actually you know something that I learned from the other days of doing some transformations was. Once a client has done a transformation in terms of finished their fat loss phase or done a photo shoot with us, said this to you, didn't I? I said, they absolutely must do a minimum of eight weeks coaching after being in that condition to understand maintenance. Otherwise, all of their investment actually becomes a cost as a client because they will do what they've done their whole life, which is yo-yo diet. Yeah. They will literally just finish the process, leave all their accountability, all their coaching, all their guidance behind, step into a phase that they've never, ever mastered in their life and then fall miles back rather than it, go through. It, and that's the thing where it yeah. becomes a cost rather than an investment. And, oh, I'm getting... The pe- pe- people, getting. <laughs> other people in the industry might, might disagree with this. I'm, I'm sure there'd be plenty that would agree with this. Coming out of the transformation into maintenance phase is so much harder than the fat loss journey. Oh, yeah, so much harder. And like 100%. I think when I when I went through it, and my, my brother was my coach, and and the, the coming out the other side of it after after the sh- after the, the shoot day, the the, the days full of emotion, full of sense of pride. It's such a you know it's such a fun day. You know, adrenaline's pumping. There's always there's always the you know let's go out enjoy some food yep. and have some drinks and there is then overindulgement the importance that that doesn't then spiral and it's a case of then going right well what what what's the next step what does that next step look like it doesn't need to look at that eight week process going right what does the next week look like right so just increase your daily calories that you have been on by 300 400 500 but keep in the foods that you've been eating consistent don't don't now start eating calorie dense food high <coughs> fat high carb don't fuck off the protein because your body's not used to that so if you start doing that you're gonna you're gonna be in world world of bother and actually get into that point of being consistent is so much harder because you get complacent yeah you think oh i know it all i've done it i've done it all i've done it all now i've completed it mate so you're like then then, key point and then you and then you go no fuck it i can go out for burgers and beers now because i know that the next day all i need to do is just you know increase my steps yeah increase my water intake and i'll be grand but then it's when you do that three times a week you don't train as much you don't get as high steps. And then within four weeks, 
you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, fucking hell, four weeks ago I was shredded and now I'm not shredded. Yeah, how did this happen? What? I thought I knew what I was doing. Then you doubt yourself. So it's, you've got complacency, yeah. you've got self-doubt, you've got fucking hell, was it worth it? Well, if you look at your actions over the last four weeks, mate, probably, probably yeah. not, probably not. But if you were, yeah. actually had a bit of sense and had a good coach, by the way, like that's, that's and this yeah. is the point of, yeah. if, you've got a, if you've got a good coach that coaches you through that maintenance phase, it is so much easier. But if you fuck it off and think you know it all because you've got a photograph that suggests you can get shredded. Yeah. That's, I can't really think of the word, but it doesn't bode well. It's I mean, complacency and just, yeah. Yeah. I spiral the, the biggest thing that, that I took away as well from body transformations in the early days was actually that, you know, I think that when a coach is learning, if they haven't got the support of someone who's been there and done that, right, then they can become someone who's putting fuel on the fire of like the yo-yo dieting and, and actually causing issues for people. But if you've got the experience of a coach who's been there, done that and mastered people, one of the things that I took away was making sure that a client understands that when they achieve their, their fat loss target or whatever, or they look and feel the way that they want to look, that they don't look at that as an end point. Yeah. They have to be viewing it as a long-term lifestyle change, not just... I'm at my end point now. And then like you said, oh, fuck it off. I can go do X, Y, Z. Actually, you know, that, that fact of going, hey, I've achieved my result. Now I need to learn how to maintain it. Yeah. Now I want to focus on just being strong, right? Like, mm. And I think, again, it gets bad rep for so many different reasons from different angles of the industry, which, you know, I understand some of the opinions. But I think what a transformation, a physical and mental transformation can do for someone from you know, being coached by someone who is, like you say, a good coach who has that um, holistic approach, that health centre actually going, hey, I'm actually looking at the health of this individual is the priority. What that transformation can do for someone is just unbelievable. I mean, we've seen it before our very eyes, you know, the tears from people, you know, happy tears though, the overwhelm of excitement, the happiness, um, job promotions, <laughs> energy, setting an example to the kids. It is just literally for me, it is unrivaled to see the, the the way how some people's lives have changed in front of our eyes like that. I don't think there is any better feeling as a coach or as a client to go through something that does that much for your life. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. It's, it's, it, oh, I don't, I don't really want to use the word motivation because it does get chucked around and there's, but it, it comes and goes, doesn't it? Yeah. But, but it almost gives you more motivation. Mm -hmm. If you've got that mindset of always wanting to be better, all it does is it just sets, sets the benchmark for your the next time you do it, if you want to do it again. So like, I'm going to do another one. I will do another one. Yep. My benchmark is the last time I did it. Yep. All right, it's three years ago. I know if I was to do a photo shoot again, because I'm more educated, I've gone through a process of getting qualified. I've gone through a process of learning. I've gone through a process of developing my training, developing my nutrition even more yep. on my own. And I know that when I do it, whenever it is, I will be better. And I, but I still look back at the photographs and go, fuck, I did do well. Actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's my motivation to go, I have to beat that guy. Yeah. And that's why I fucking love the fitness industry because it's like, it's literally you versus you. Like, I know that there's social but media. And that's it, again, it, the, one of the issues. You look it? at it and you're like, <clears throat> I just need to be that guy on, on my photos. That's, that's yeah. the only person that I need to be. So that, that's where the motivation is. Yeah. Like, it gives a fire in the belly to go, right, I'm going to, Going to get an extra set or an extra yeah. rep or whatever it is. Um, 
so it, and it's I think, but it also gives you fire to set a better an even better example. And it's not all about being, you know, ripped and shredded as well. I think like if you're in that kind of shape, but yeah. you're setting the example to other people and showing them that you live that kind of life, you know, like they do, and you're relatable. Oh, these guys go on holiday. Oh, they still stay in shape. Oh, these guys drink. Oh, wow. Oh, they eat chocolate. Amazing. Like, mm. I think when you can resonate with someone in that kind of way, but you see the shape that they're in, the thing is then the question that comes in is, how do they do that? Yeah. As simple as, but I, I completely agree with that. It is you versus you. But I think that's the other issue with, um, or the issue that some people have with body yeah. transformations is that they don't look at it as you versus you. They look at someone else's images and start comparing and say, I want to look yeah. like them. But even, <coughs> even still with, with the group environment, when it, you know, it's, a, one of the, you know, it's one of the best days. Well, it's, it was one of the best days of my life, genuinely, yeah. when I did it. And then obviously- For the photo shoot, for, yeah. For, for my photo shoot and then coaching clients through just, just the other month. Um, but even still, they, they, there's, the, there's the challenge of coaching people through that- to understand that they are doing this for them yep. because you, you get the whole, oh, yeah, I know that this person's doing the shoot and they look pretty good. I'm not in that shape. It doesn't fucking matter. No. All that matters is how you feel, what yeah. your goals are and your journey. Well, where you've just, come from. Just because you're sharing a studio and an arena yeah. does not doesn't matter. Yeah. When the camera's but pointing at you, you, it's pointing at you. It's not pointing at everybody at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's that's another thing that needs coach. But I think as well, even if you're not doing the, um, even if you're not doing a photo shoot, even if you're just doing a transformation and you're seeing other people within the community that you're a part of that are being, um, you know, successful, it's it's using that as inspiration mm -hmm. rather than comparison. Yeah, It's going, wow, that's what's achievable and they're similar to me. And there's like exactly what you were saying then, you know, something that I say obviously on that photo shoot day is... I want you to forget about everyone else in this room, close your eyes, and then just look back to where you started this journey and where you are now and ask yourself one question. Are you frigging proud of what you've achieved? And if the answer is yes, then who gives a shit who's in the room? Ten times, like, out, ten times out of ten, it's the case. Isn't it? Oh, I, I, well, no one's ever sat there and gone, oh, yeah, no, nah, my my, uh, my journey's actually been pretty shit. You know, I can't believe that I look like this now and I look yeah. like that then and how I feel now compared to how I felt then. Like, it's when they actually take a step back and look at their own journey without any noise from anyone else's journey, they suddenly go, I've been frigging amazing. Mm. And I think that's the thing that people forget to own nowadays. Yeah, 100%. But I, don't know, I don't know why. I think everyone's their own self-critic. Everyone is their own worst critic, I yeah. think. I think we've kind of programmed that. Oh, way. big time, I, yeah. I, I'm one of, I, I used to be really bad. <coughs> I used to really beat myself up. You know, I still have days where I am, but I'm, I'm much more in a headspace of ref reflective and deeper thought about, right, why am I feeling like this? Why has this happened? Why, what, why, why are these thoughts entering my mind? Yep. And it's that clarity of mind that not, you know, I mean, it, it's taken me a long time to get to this point and by, I'm by, by no means at yep. a point where, and I never will, but by no means at a point where it's like, I'm in full control of it. Yep. But there's that reflective practice going on. Um, and I think that's where, again, as coaches, that's really that's a really important part of the service that we deliver to try and get people to think a bit more about, okay, all you're focusing on is the negatives. Give me one positive over the last week. As I'm just using, yeah, a, I'm just yeah. using a weekly check-in as an example here. Like yeah. the amount of times clients check in and there's there's not one like win, not yeah. one positive. And I'm like, they, but, but if you ask them for one negative, they'll give you 300. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, but that'll be my first point. I won't, I won't even look at the struggles. 
Yeah. I'll go, go on then, give me a win. There's nothing there. Oh, I need one, I need one. Oh, well, I can't go on. Right, what about what about this that I'm seeing on your training app? Yeah. When you've got a PB. Oh, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, but yeah, they what? Bat, they bat it yeah, off. Yeah, but yeah. what? Yeah. You, that's, that's a positive thing. That's a positive step. That is progress. Yeah. You need to start acknowledging that and understanding that. We've kind of gone off a little bit. Mate, it's cool. It's the, why, why, it's, do you think, why do you think that is? Why do you think, I've got my opinion on it, why do you think clients don't, or not just clients, like people out there that are on these journeys, why do you think they don't recognise the success that they're having? Uh, so I think social media. I think that the, yeah. the, the world that we live in now, the accessibility to um, compare ourselves to other people who we think are on the same level as us, and it's just a highlights reel. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't believe that they're good enough. Yeah. And for me, their, their self-esteem is so low. Literally, what you're saying there is they're batting off and thinking that the things, that yeah. all of the little success points that they're having each week, whether that's the fact that they've implemented a new habit of going for a walk for five minutes on a morning, whether it's the fact of, like you said, they got one personal best in the gym, mm-hmm. whether it's the fact that they felt like rubbish but still showed up to the mm-hmm. gym, they're not recognising these wins. Like that, oh, do you know what? Like, uh, let's use a, a female one, right? It's, it's time of the month and their cravings are a little bit higher. Uh, but this time they only ate one chocolate bar rather than eating five chocolate bars. They don't recognise these things as wins because their self-esteem is so low. They're seeing it as they're doing something wrong all the time. And it's like, you, you've got to look at all of these things where you're progressing and recognize them because that recognition for me, well, and like we know, is a key pillar behind sustainable success. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's one of our, that's probably one of our biggest challenges as coaches. I would say so, yeah, get, not, getting clients not, to recognize not, not, their own success. Not the training side of it, not the nutrition <laughs> side of it. It's, it's getting into the client's mind of exactly where they're at. We, we, we've spoke about this probably on every single pod, actually, yeah. about a client's mindset and how that's that is one of the biggest challenges maybe not every single pod but mindset and psychology is the biggest thing that a coach can help a client with because like you say exercise and nutrition is bread and butter like that is literally just it is a breeze for us to be able to do that right that like you say our greatest challenge is handling a client's psychology and mindset and getting their head into the right place and helping them see the things that they can't see yeah that is ultimately our greatest value yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think it's, it, I think that there's a bit of a persona that, that that coaching, and I'm not just I'm not just talking about online coaching, but, but or, or, okay, we'll go online. Online coaching is easy. There's, a, I think there's a persona out there, and I've listened to a few sort of things recently in the industry that there is that persona of, oh, well, all you need to do is develop training plans and uh, nutrition plans and hand them out and charge a fee and put your feet up and you live a cushy life, you know, swan around the, the world. And it's fucking not, if, if you're a good coach and you care about your clients and you want to be, you want the best for them first yeah. and foremost, like we can talk about body transformations and how ultimately that's, that's what people come to us for. Yeah. I want, I want, you want to transform their life, yeah. right? They're, they're coming to us to level up. Yeah. And it, but it's the, it's the, it's the, the psychological change as much as the physical change. Yes, they probably do go hand in hand, but we probably spend much more in terms of a percentage of our time working out the psychology of the clients first and foremost before even worrying about the physical. Because that will come if they're in a much better headspace than what they were when they came to us. Yeah. And that, and that is essentially, if, if, if we can take a little bit away in terms of 
um, I'm not going to use the word anxiety or stress, but if we can take a little bit away mental pressure from yeah. a client that frees them up to focus a bit more on themselves or focus, I, I did a post about like being, you have to be on your priority list. It doesn't always, and that's the thing. I think people think always I need, if I'm going to change my physique, I need to be at the top of my priority list. Bullshit. Yeah. You just need to be on it somewhere. Yeah. But that's the problem with most clients that come to us is they're not on it at all. Nope. They prioritize everything if, else and they're nowhere yeah, near if, it. Let's say your priority list at the moment is five things on it. There's probably going to be more, but let's just say there's five. Yeah. If you're five, fine. Yeah. Because you're a priority. You're one of five things that are important to you. Yeah. If you're not on that at all and all these other five things are work, family, um, you know, your car, I don't know, other, other things that, and you're not on it, that's, that's your first problem. That's your first problem. Well, I think what a lot of people forget is that when they work on themselves and they prioritize themselves, they become the best version of themselves for their friends, their family, uh, their work colleagues. Yeah. And when they prioritize themselves, so what they what what far too many people do is give all of their energy to everyone else. Yeah. And then they end up literally struggling, low confidence, um, low performance, everything unfulfilled, you name it. Like they're, they're yeah. just, they're really unhappy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they say, oh, I'm sorry, because I'm doing this for everyone else. Right. Well, do you know what? If you were to focus on you a little bit and prioritize yourself, you're going to give a 10 times better person mm-hmm. for all these people that you said that you care about. So actually by putting them first, you're actually saying that you don't care about them. Because you're not bringing your best person to the table. And I've been there. I own the frigging hands up. Man, I'll, I'll, I've I'll, not prioritized myself. And I've been in a, I've literally been in a shit place. And I've gone, I'm not performing anywhere near as well as what I can do for all these people. But then when I look after myself, mm-hmm. the individuals in front of me, they know. They 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 can tell the difference instantly. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a real life example that's really recent. So, and we'll touch upon caffeine now. And this can be my yep. point. So let's go, let's go back four or five weeks. I was probably really struggling in terms of focus and concentration yep. in the after, mid afternoon, later part of the day, really felt kind of like wasn't on top of things, wasn't organized. I was <coughs> dipping and out of work, I dipping and out of things. I, I was getting quite anxious. I was getting quite stressed because I, I didn't feel organized. I was having mood swings. You know, I, I feel really low one minute and then one minute I feel really high. Um, my sleep was a shambles. My sleep was shit. Yeah. Obviously I'm, I'm, I've got to get up on the gym floor nice and early and you serve clients as well as my life, as well as, as my girlfriend and my dog, for example. And I actually had to take a step back and go, well, I, I need to prioritise myself here. There's something not quite right. I need to try and yeah. pinpoint what it is. And I just had a look at, look at what it was that I was doing. Drinking drink a lot of coffee. Well, well, right, so uh, I, was listening to, I was listening to another podcast, literally, on the way here today. And this is the question that, that we, we, we ask this question of our clients all the time. And the question is, what does it look like? So that could be anything. So I was like, what does my day look like? So I'll have a caffeine in the morning, I'll have caffeine mid-morning, I'll have caffeine probably again at lunchtime, and I'll probably have more caffeine again in the afternoon. Different formats, mostly sort of coffee or kind of monster. Right, he's, he's wired. Or a pre-workout, right? <laughs> he's wired. Um, no, but this is really important because this is another learning that I've taken by taking action on it. So I thought, actually, you know what? Let's have a look at that. Let's yeah. have a look at I'll strip it back. I'll go one coffee in the morning and then maybe another one once I finished on the gym floor yeah. and, just, and just see see what happens. Sleep was starting to improve. My mood 
my mood stabilized. I was much more sort of just straight line mood wise. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know what, actually, there's, I'm noticing differences. So I'm going to take that second coffee out yeah. and just go with the one coffee in the morning just to get, you know, get, get me up to a point. I can genuinely hand on heart say the last three weeks, my sleep's been the best it's been for years, years and years and years. Yeah. Not even joking, years and years and years. My, I'm waking up in the morning, fresh, straight out of bed. I'm not fucking I'll snooze that fucker four times. <laughs> oh God, if I get in the shower now, fucking I'll then I've got to get a coffee, then I've got to drive to work. My, my whole morning routines, it's, there's a bit of a buzz. I'm excited to get to the gym. Yes, I have my coffee, but it doesn't like hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I'm not going from low to high. I'm going, oh, I'm waking up yet, yeah, then I'll have a coffee and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of sta- at a stable place. My service to clients has been better. Yeah, gym floor yeah. clients have even said to me, I had a sort of client say to me, you've been in a really good good mood the last few weeks. And it's it's not that I'm in a good mood, I'm probably just where I'm supposed to be yeah. as a human being. This is this is me. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend said to me, Jess, she said to me, she said, You I've noticed a massive difference in you. Coming home, coming home from work. I've changed one thing. I've changed I've changed one thing, yeah. right? And you you know, people listen to this might go, Well, shouldn't you have a handle on that? I'm a human being, right? And I, yeah. I love coffee, love it, love a can of monster. They, t- they taste great, but I don't, I don't miss it. Yeah. And all I've done is I've substituted them out for for a caffeine-free Pepsi Max. Right. So I'm still getting the sweet hit. There's no caffeine in it. Them, them cherry ones are good. Aren't they're good. They? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but 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 like I've, I've literally and so I've taken action. Yeah. I've been consistent. Yeah. I've monitored it and tracked it. Yeah. I've I've not exactly journaled like how I'm feeling, but every day. Before I go to bed, I've gone, yeah, the, another day in the bank where my productivity has been so much better. You might have even noticed that. I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. We've, we've conversed with work and yeah. you might be, and I, genuinely, I'm going through my last few weeks of service to clients, you know, my life at home with, with mood. my dog. I, I think, I think oh. mood is the biggest one that I picked up on because there's times I was, I was like, is Chris okay? Like, is, is he all right? And I've asked you a few times, I was like, you all right? Like, but oh. but in, in the moment, yeah. Because I've, I've, you know, I've drank coffee for years. Yeah, yeah. I've had cans of Monster for years. I don't know it's different until, goes... until I've really looked at it and gone, <laughs> I need to look at myself here and yeah. probably, probably get myself back on that list a little bit higher. I've always yeah. been on this, you know, I'm, you know, I've got to be. It's part, no, that's just part of my values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I probably just got a little bit complacent. Yeah. And probably just assumed that, oh, this is, this is just the way things should be. No bollocks. Make a few changes and improve your life. And th- th- there'll be another point, like like there was there was a, a day the other day where I did have a second coffee. Yeah. Because I did. I thought actually, you know, what, I, I, I do feel a little bit tired, but I'll just I'll be sensible. Yeah. As opposed to just going right, fucking coffee, kind of just lob it down. Yeah. You know, I'm still having pre workout. That's another one that's in there. Yeah. So it's not like I'm I'm just monitoring it much better. And this is why we we look on the check in with our clients what a caffeinated drinks like because that can have an impact. Yeah, how much are you drinking? I think as well, and a good a good education point for you know for people listening with caffeine is obviously you know they might be going well. Why on earth is this such a big impact? And it's like you know, caffeine is a stimulant. Yeah. So you know, it's a stimulant which doesn't mean that it gives you energy. Okay. It's not an energy bar. Okay. It's nothing like that. It literally is a stimulant. It is yeah. a drug, and it's got half a lifespan of around five hours. So Chris drinking caffeine like three, four times a day or whatever was basically meaning that by the time he was going to trying to go to sleep, his brain wasn't unwinding, sending him to sleep. And what happens is 
going really in depth there's this little chemical that builds up in your head called adenosine throughout the day and basically when you drink caffeine it blocks the signal going to the brain so your brain can't clear the adenosine when you sleep which is why you don't wake up feeling refreshed so chris now saying that he's springing out of bed is because he's reduced his caffeine his body can do a natural cycle and actually clear this adenosine and then he's got energy and feels more alert so i think it's a great lesson that you give us the opportunity there to be able to coach on why you've seen such a big improvement in your mood because now you're getting optimal sleep but the flip side of it as well is what you touched on halfway through was the fact of because you've been doing this you didn't realize the impact it was having as in like you know when you were drinking it was like well i didn't realize i didn't realize and then you've made this change and now you've seen the benefits of making the change and i say that because i know there's going to be so many people out there that will listen to this and they'll be like, hopefully, oh. yeah, hopefully. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, I don't need uh, 250 downloads. Oh, we're, we're, we're progressing. I'm progressing. But the, and they don't realize that the, the impact that caffeine has on them. Now, that doesn't mean that we're sitting here saying don't have it. We have caffeine you know, every day, both of us. It is a fantastic thing yeah. to utilize, but not in excess. It's yeah. like any drug, right? You have too much alcohol. It's not good. Yeah. You have too much whatever drugs it is that you might take recreationally or something. Like yeah. We don't, but, you know, whatever it is that you might take, like, it's going to have an adverse effect. Yeah. Simple yeah. as. And that, that, that's what I was going to, I guess, conclude. My point. Answer, yeah. Use it to your advantage. Yeah. Not your, not your detriment or your disadvantage. I, I was abusing it, genuinely. Using it and abusing it. And, you know... It's not big, it's not clever, no, but you know, it's one of those things that it's a massive learning for me that I, I've never really thought of it to be a problem before, but you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah. That that, that phrase is as pathetic as it might be. Um, but it just it it's been a massive, massive lear learning curve for me. So productivity hack, um, give you that for free. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like I, I would never say don't drink it, but just don't don't over like just just track and monitor it first and foremost because that's what i did i didn't go well it gets measured it gets managed yeah right? but i didn't i didn't just go around i'm just gonna cut it out because that that's good that is then gonna have adverse effects yeah because you get you know i've, I've done it before where i have cut it out and had really bad headaches and it, it you know because your body builds up tolerance to it so if someone's listening to this go actually that's something i'm gonna do wean wean yourself off it definitely wean yourself off it like if you if you knock if, a cup off a day let, uh, a week a week yeah let's say you're having five let's say you're having five caffeinated drinks a day which i don't think is too uncommon i actually did a poll on my instagram stories where um i think in excess of eight people voted saying three to four or five plus collectively which and i was definitely four five plus a day mm. i dropped it down to two to three first and foremost for a couple of days then i dropped it to two and now i'm on let's let's average it out 1.5 a day a week so I'll have one. In the, I'll definitely have one in the morning, and I know that there's 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 some research out there. I'm not going to quote it because I don't know exact, but there's like a, a window of like, like sixty to ninety minutes after you wake up, you shouldn't drink caffeine because then your yeah. body naturally within the customs to it. Is it yeah, like within, minutes, within the, I think it's within, within the first ninety minutes or, or between forty five to ninety minutes. Something like that. Minute, yeah, the, the forty five to ninety minute window is apparently supposed to be the most beneficial window to get caffeine on board. So you've got the natural waking up mechanisms yeah. of the body, and you're not using caffeine as a stimulant to try and wake you up. So, so, so I haven't been doing that. Yeah. Which is probably then, if I'm going to then look at this a bit further, maybe try that. Something to change. Um, but I, yeah, so I would I would look at that first if anyone because it, it's no, it's it's a it's a massive part of life. Like coffee shops in every fucking corner. Like monster monster drinks are like they're actually really 
quite profound in the in the they need to be changed though right they shouldn't be called energy drinks no, they, have, they, have no, they have no they should be in called no energy stimulant drinks but obviously they, that's come from that's marketing the, mate. The, the monster energy drink that did have in the first instance and then they've just gone oh we'll just carry it on yeah but yeah like, and you know listen i love the monster like the pineapple one is fucking unbelievable i don't, I don't drink these no i know you don't but i i understand why I wouldn't I wouldn't have one now. Yeah. I wouldn't have one. Just because I just I just know that I'm I'm so much better yeah. in terms of my mood, my performance in my work, just my performance in life, where other people around me have recognized it yeah. and said, You seem like you're in a really good place. And I've not done anything drastic. Yeah. You know, I've not won the lottery. I've literally just tweaked a couple of things that I've done. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Wrap it up. Yeah, well, there Wrap you go. Wrap it up, yeah. Um, don't forget, you can find me and Chris on Instagram, okay, at Rob Abyss, Rob, A-double-B-I-double-S dot R-C-A, and Chris Meek at, basically, at Chris Meek dot R-C-A. Simple as that. Find us both on there. Also... If you would like, you can download our free guide, which is how to lose body fat whilst living a hectic life. All you need to do is contact us on Instagram. Just say that you would like the free guide. Just drop us a DM, just put free guide, and we will then get in touch with you and send that over to you. As simple as that. And don't forget, rate the podcast and share it as well for us and help us, yeah, help us reach and if more you've people. Got anything that you want us to cover on the podcast, also let us know. If there's anything yeah. in particular that you want us to chat about, talk shit about. It could be anything. And could I th- be... I, th- I think, well, I hope today has been valuable to you because I feel like we've gone we've gone pretty deep on that. Well, on, a, on, a big, on a big subject to I'd, like to I'd like to think that's been quite informative for people. Yeah. I've, I've even surprised myself with some of the shit I've spoken about today. Yeah. We're semi-intelligent, you know. I don't know, mate. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. We'll yeah. See. So we'll see what we'll see what the folks say, will we? We'll leave it there. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone.